Hi, welcome to. It's not even Lo-Fi Boba. Welcome to Asian Boba. Yes. Sorry, I can't see your video. I don't know if it's on the oh. stream, but it's on the stream. But you should maybe. Oh, it is on the stream. Okay, can reconnect. Oh well. Oh, I can see the. Oh well, okay, I can see the player of the. Huh? Oh yeah. You're seeing the background of it. Fancy. All right. Wait here. Oh wait. Let me make my. I have my boba too. Oh, you have. Oh, is it from also from Teaspoon? No, it's from Teaspoon. Doesn't exist in Minnesota. Oh yes. Uh, wait. Do we have anyone in here yet? I actually wish I took you to Moo Now that I think about it. Ah, hello. Actually, hello, Columbus. Places. Moo Okay. I haven't seen Tony in a while. Hey, okay. It's yeah. we're back. No, we no, have, we are. We have Boba. I actually was talking to some kid in New York about it. I was like sitting at a ramen bar and I was eating my ramen and the guy's like, What'd you order? And he was like, We just ended up hanging out. His name is Brian. Mm. And like my opener was like, So are you good Asian or bad Asian? <laughs> and we ended up like talking about the Boba story and everything. And I was like, wow. you know, I don't even know if I'm actually that proud of, like, having a boba stand, which I think is interesting. <laughs> I mean, didn't you start it to uh, to spread... Um, boba to white people? What? Yeah, uh, what? Spread Chinese soft power, right? No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm not interested in that at all. <laughs> it's actually quite funny, though, because... Okay, this might be a little bit interpolitical drama, but... Um, mm. So one of my friends that I run the boba stand with, Kendrick was running it last week and some like white lady came by and she, we buy this packet of boba from sam's club right and we're like oh, we essentially just boil it on site and then we just give it to them so mm -hmm. she saw the box and she bought some boba for herself and she was like, so excited <laughs> she brought the box to the farmer's market to show us that she had it oh and my friend was like oh no like our trade secret is out right like <laughs> we should have hit it so they wouldn't buy it but wow I'm thinking, like, what is the mission of my company was to bring boba to white people. So we succeeded, really. <laughs> they started making it themselves. I know, exactly. Wait, then watch this. Now, now what's going to happen next is she's going to open her own store, and it's going to get way more successful than yours. And then she's gonna franchise, and then it's gonna, and, and then ten years it'll be, she'll have chains all across the U.S. It'll be the most popular boba store in America. I mean, isn't isn't that's the tale as old as time, isn't it? <laughs> I, I do think, like, I don't know. I, I was chatting with, like, Rena about it, and we were like, what is our plan for next year? And I felt like mm -hmm. I was, like, becoming, like, a corporate guy where I was like, okay, mm -hmm. so we need a year to determine, like, what is our vision for the future? Are we going to expand to multiple locations? Are we going to have higher quality boba? Are we going to do layers? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. These are all the conversations I feel like... I don't imagine, or that, <laughs> I feel like that that's the point at which you, uh, I feel like I don't imagine you having those conversations. <laughs> you're 100%, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I feel like once it gets to that point, you're like, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> well, I think that making money is a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it that much money? <laughs> it's a decent amount. We made $2,600, I think. Oh, like $2, okay. $2,300. Income or profit? Uh, income. Okay. In terms of profit, we made like $200, but 
that's like counting buying the plant, the stand, the boilers, okay. the tables, everything else. Okay. So next. Well, yeah, because a lot of that is up front, I guess. Yeah, so then exactly. now you're like, okay, okay. And that's only Not for bad. two months. The market actually opens in May, and we started in August, and it closes in October. So nice. Like. It's not a bad business to be in, interesting, but it's not necessarily like, like if you think about it, it's like $2,000 over the span of just spending only your Saturdays, like for no. <laughs> two months. So it's fun beer money, I guess. <laughs> beer money, yeah. yeah. For the record, for um people that aren't aware, I I visited Linus, well, how long ago was that? Um, I know, right? Like a month and a half ago? A mo- a month. Yeah, a month and a half ago and helped him run this Boba Sian. So. He did. He's not I got to witness. I got to witness him explain what boba is to white people like about twenty <laughs> times. <laughs> but like to that point, when I was chatting with Brian, I was like, you know, like, so we were talking about like what could I do during the winter because we don't have like boba as much, mm. and he was like, dude, you should start a karage joint. Like that'd be sick. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> or like ramen or so, or some kind of soup. I know. Well, or I don't know would that freeze. I don't know. <laughs> But you have to come in the winter then, Nathaniel. You gotta, mm-hmm. We got low-fi boba and high-fi karage. High-fi karage. <laughs> Actually, if you make the karage, I, I feel like it's... Well, karage, I feel like there's a higher floor, right? Because it's like, mm, yeah. at a baseline, it's fried chicken. But... Yeah. But it's Asian fried chicken. Yeah. Asian fried chicken. I know. But I, I think that would be interesting, actually. I, I, I 100% haven't thought through that yet. Yeah. But I'd be like, but yeah, no, when, when I was when I was telling other people about it, they were all like very like like oh yeah, I like visit a friend and he he has a boba stand. They're like oh why like uh-huh. for fun? I don't know. <laughs> they're like what? Yeah. I was like yeah, this guy also worked at Chipotle for fun and DoorDash for fun. They're like interesting. Your friend Linus sounds so interesting. I was like eh, he's not that interesting. <laughs> I mean. Uh- you're not wrong, dude. Like, I'm not that interesting. This past couple of weeks, I've just been, like, avoiding people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Recharging from the last yeah. month or two of socializing. I was laughing, actually, when you came over. And I was like, yeah, just text me if you need anything. And Rito was like, what? Why would he text you? He could just ask you. I know. I was like... <laughs> like hold on rena i've known linus longer than you have (laughs) it's like yeah linus just will not talk to people if he doesn't want to talk to people yeah you have to text him in order to get his like info i actually had a similar thing with cat late recently where well not not that like she doesn't want me to talk to her but i think we were realizing that like once you live together it's like so much of your conversations day to day is like just like logistical and planning things, mm. whether that's like, oh, like, oh, like I need to take Ozai back from this at this time or like, oh, hey, when are we meeting with this person? Mm-hmm. So then like, I think she was getting a little annoyed by that or like we were kind of like, oh, we don't want our, all our conversations to be that. So you're like, why don't whenever it's anything logistical, that's not urgent. You just text me about it. And it's actually been kind of working pretty well, I feel like. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that's because well, we keep being like, like, oh, hey, um, by the oh, wait. Yeah. Can Never, and then we're like, something? I'll text you. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. You guys are going to start your own Slack channel soon. Or, uh... I, I know a couple at, <laughs> at Stanford that has a Slack that has a Slack know, right? and like several different channels. So it sounds like, like you're going to start yeah. categorizing your conversations. Like, no, oh, let's no, not talk we're, about we're not it, this thread. <laughs> we're not Should this be moved over to... Uh... I'm actually pushing yeah. for my company to have a corporate Discord, which I think would be very mm. interesting. Like, hmm. client-facing corporate Discord, which I think would be fun. 
I joined okay. uh, the Major Domo Discord. You know the one that Dave Chan oh, always talks about. Oh, I, I did too. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's that, so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, he keeps on pushing it, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna join it. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. So I, I voted on the recipe club thing um, really? because I, I tried making two of the recipes. So. Wow, your voice matters yeah. now. Yeah. Like the actual political elections. <laughs> well, and it actually feels like it matters because, like, the votes are like only like you know like 50 votes or 100 votes yeah. on each. You can see. So. I mean, I've I've. I'm like this guy. I guess maybe it's because I just like reading, so I'll just like go back in history and like read mm. the conversations. <laughs> and it's very funny because they all like have a stick up their ass because they're all like, <laughs> everyone on the Facebook group thinks we just are young men with like with a lot of opinions on the Discord channel. Are they uh, young men with a lot of opinions? Yeah, I think they are. <laughs> and it was just like all these like really. Oh no! I think it attracts a certain type of person. Where if you're willing to post, like, I think there's tons of people that are like lurking on there and just reading whatever's there. But to go out of your way to post on a Discord channel, I think is like mm. different. You know what I'm talking about? Like, because it's like a public environment. So you have to have like a degree of narcissism to even like want to talk about what you want to talk about. Like you have to believe what I have to say is worthwhile and meaningful. Exactly. And I'll be yeah. honest with you. Even though I have a podcast, I think 98% of the stuff I have to say <laughs> is not worthwhile or meaningful. Yeah. And that's why we're still surprised. Yeah, we have, we have, what, seven whole people t- tuning in. Actually, I'm surprised we have this many people on, on, a, on what, after, what, however many months of hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was two months last I counted. Yeah, I, I don't know if that, well, because I feel like usually that means you get less people because engagement falls off. But then maybe it's they've just missed us so much, you know? Could be. <laughs> but how are the VOD views? <laughs> I know, right? I don't know. They get deleted after a while. <laughs> actually, wait, oh, yeah, wait, let me actually wait, they were not like there was like forty yeah. or so less. Wait, let me check. What's interesting is I was actually just at one of my friend's houses and he was like, So are you podcasting today? And I was like, Oh, oh hey, damn. wow. Wow, yeah. they they asked that without okay. Dang. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I wait, think I can't check. No, I didn't even mention it. No, you just asked me out of the blue. I was like, oh, wow, I need to borrow your saw so I can like cut through a piece of wood. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> Our last VOD has aging views. Okay, a hey. little down from the other ones, but you know, not not terrible. It's not about metrics. We're not doing Q3 planning anymore, okay. <laughs> Q3 planning. We can I, I even posted on my uh, Instagram story about this today because I had nothing else to do. So. Wow, look at you. Yeah. When Valorant stream. <laughs> no I'm Valorant. Still- Cold Throne is still working. So they, oh, what? wait, actually, is that is that Chris? We, I forget. I think that might be Chris, actually. Okay. Oh, that wow, is, that okay. is. That's At the At 8.15 p.m. Oh. I mean, to be fair, I was also, like, poking around a little bit. Mm. I was working wow, a bit. okay. My camera nice. keeps on focusing and then unfocusing. Oh, yeah. I still can't see your camera on the Discord, by the way, but yeah, whatever. That's weird. Yeah. Mm. I'll look into it. Mm-hmm. It's the last day of Prime Day, so I can buy another camera. <laughs> I have so, so much stuff. Anyways, Linus, uh, what kind of Asian were you this week? Ha, ha, I'm I'm running the podcast now. Oh man, he's running the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm an Asian that's never been so alive. Uh, <laughs> I I used to be the type of guy where I was like, take your lumps, you know, like mm-hmm. you run into a tough situation, you just tough it out, you know, like. I don't care about your trauma. <laughs> Sorry, that's not true. What? <laughs> I do. I do. 
Um, I don't know where that. I don't care about your trauma comes from. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The the asterisk is like. So, I've never been in a protest, right? And I see people get pepper okay. sprayed, and I'm like, "Wow, that looks difficult." But you are at a protest. Maybe that's like, you know, like pepper spray is part of the equation, so you need to wear a mask. But today I was cutting vegetables, and then I like oh. picked my nose, and I had, like jalapenos off on my like hand. And it, like, went right all over my right nose, and I was just, like, spewing mucus for the next 30 minutes. And I was like, okay, I understand how traumatic it is to be pepper sprayed. I feel very sorry for everyone. Well, so you you just, just just that one experience changed you from a red to blue just like that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, to a degree, like, I feel like I have a very high opinion of myself. I don't know how to phrase it, but it's like, you think you have a higher part pain tolerance than you actually have. And then <laughs> you like cut your finger on your right hand and it's really inconvenient and it hurts a lot. And you're like, ah, oh, this sucks. <laughs> I think that was that was like, yeah, I was felt so alive for 20 minutes where I was just like, this sucks. And I like washed it and wouldn't come out and it was just like stuck in there. I was like, did I snort a seed up there? Am I like am I doomed to have this for the rest of my life? Man. It was just bad, man. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about you though when you smoked Ben out from the apartment. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So for context, um what Linus is talking about is uh I, I enjoyed cooking a lot of spicy things at our old house. And um some of our uh May or may not be a uh, white uh, housemates <laughs> would nice. would, not, <laughs> would be uh would uh, leave the room because it would just like I feel like most of the time I feel like it was like a slight spice where like maybe your eyes like water a little bit or like it feels like you have a little bit of allergy. But there there was one time I did it where like I think I hit the smoke point of this pepper I didn't realize it was that spicy, and then like everyone in the house like had to like physically leave like leave until I <laughs> aired it out. It was like. It was like a, a like a, a tear tear gas or something. So, uh, but yeah, I, I have cooked a lot of spicy things and uh, caused one of my housemates to flee the room many many a time back in the day. So a lot of chemical warfare around us. Yeah, chemical warfare. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've actually been enjoying chilies though. I maybe it's like age, but I've been adding like chili oil to my food and stuff, and mm. it's like been more fun. Oh yeah, chili oil is, is clutch. Well. Okay, this is more of a hot take, but I think Laogama was trash, and I'm glad that there's innovation in that category. <laughs> Dang, roasting Laogama. Yeah. You have to fight John Cena about that one. Well, thank goodness. I, I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> Who, I by the way, speaks, uh, speaks better Mandarin than me. <laughs> I mean, he might speak better Mandarin than me, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wait, someone says, Nath129 says, tell the stream about all the publicity your ex-cult is getting. Oh, he's talking about Grace Point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, he's he dude. This guy's been banging on the drum. We have a uh, group chat talking about that. Actually, I'll tell that after mm-hmm. I ask Nathaniel what kind of okay. Asian were you this week. Uh, okay, now now you're 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 back you're back to being the main podcast host. Um, what what kind of uh, or past wait, two months? Leave now if you are in leave. Okay. Um. Anyways, uh, I've been. I guess it's been, yeah, it's been a while, because, like, I feel like whenever we do this, like, I just kind of, like, go from now back till the last time we podcasted, and then, yeah. like, say that, but I've actually seen you since the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we, ha- I, we haven't podcasted since I visited you, right? I think a while back before that, too. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's been a while. But yeah, for the new people who and I, I, I visited Linus like a month and a half ago. We, uh, I, I helped him run the boba stand. Uh, him and Rena took me to a lot of very nice food that is still somehow cheaper than uh, SF food. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but it, it was very good. Um, so we had a good time. Um, but yes, uh, lately I have been a. I, don't know, I feel like I've been a bit of a restless Asian lately, in that. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we just got back from some trips and stuff, but I feel like me and Kat are kind of like hitting that sort of like we need to get out more, like we mm-hmm. need to blah blah blah. So. I think we're trying. I feel like this is a cycle because I feel like we we like kind of have these thoughts a lot, but I, I think it's resulted in us like trying to get a lot more hyper with like finding things to do and get out and about in the city. So, mm. uh, but yesterday that actually ended up being kind of fun. There's like this there's this website in SF called Fun like Fun Cheap SF that like my friend told me about, and I've been like starting to uh, browse more. Huh. And I found like there's like this like pretty good comedy club. Ooh. in san francisco that like apparently on tuesday night like we went before and like paid like 35 dollars tickets to see this like semi-popular comedian but apparently on tuesday nights they do this thing where they have like a secret list where you can just essentially get free tickets wow. and so I, I did that and, and like it's like caps at a certain so if you come too late you can't get in but like you know we showed up like 10 minutes before the show started we got in fine um so the, the only cost is like they have a two drink minimum and like so like you know like at the so that's just part of the fun yeah, yeah, but yeah, but like you know, the drinks are low, but like you can also just buy like sparkling water too. So like, oh, that's funny. Like the cheapest is like, so essentially you could like, you pay anywhere from like ten to twenty or thirty dollars a person, including drinks, right? And I was like, and it was actually pretty good. Like I don't know, at least that club is. I've been to like one or two different comedy club clubs, and that one's like one of the more mm. like high key ones, and everyone was like pretty solid for it being a random free show. So yeah, I don't know. And then all, coming off of like the weekend, we just like had a very packed weekend i guess like i don't know we went to like a very fancy trendy ramen place uh i played oh, i played magic with um the old housemates <laughs> where we used to live but yeah so i think in, in reaction to being very restless me and cat have randomly now packed our schedule with getting out of the house a lot more so yeah <laughs> wow how was your big hosting thing when did you have like oh yeah many people yeah i had a i hosted a game night uh-huh. like a couple weeks ago um actually yeah that was like three weeks ago or so but it was fun um it was like the most people i've had over since um nice since uh Ever. since yeah since covid, COVID yeah because <laughs> i think we, we had one earlier but like we kind of kept it sort of small mm-hmm. um but then this one we had a couple more people so we, we ended up having like 12 to 15 people over so nice. still wasn't huge but um but yeah Did it was fun were you like drinking <laughs> we, we, we had some beers but you know i, I think the I, I like gained. I don't know. I mean, people don't go too ham. I, I I made like this mixed drink, and that disappeared by the end of the night. Uh, I don't know. I I, I bought a lot of beers. Ah. I still have a lot of beers, but they're um. I don't know. I don't think anyone seemed that. Okay. <laughs> no, no one was like reason. visibly affected by alcohol. We just like played board games and mm. I don't know. People talked. When I was down in Missouri with some of my friends, that was like the first time I'd like been not proper sauced, but I was just like there for a drinking game because sometimes i'm like a little cute like kid where i'm like you know ha, ha, ha you know play beer pong but i'll just take a sip you know i won't drink the entire thing or <laughs> and to be fair i didn't really drink more than one white claw but i was for it <laughs> i drank a white claw more rapidly than i usually would <laughs> um and one of the guys was like on the boat and was just like i'm gonna get everyone here drunk. oh you're, you're on a boat uh yeah, one of my friends has like 
okay it, I, I missed boat. this detail it's like a small boat <laughs> but yeah okay. we like go out and like we we're just like on these like floaties in the water and wow he was just like we're gonna play um what is it it's the like the duke it's like King the Cup? duke no you like count to 21 and like at a certain number you have to do a random rule so like if it's three instead of saying the number three you have to say like a word that rhymes with three right so one i say one then you say two then i say free and then if i mess up then i have to take a drink right and okay then we restart from the beginning and then when you get to 21 everyone like celebrates and then you make a new rule right so like on six it's like only girls can say the, no- the like number six so you have to point at a girl okay. and then she counts out right six all right and you make up these arbitrary rules. But every time you mess up, you just drink, right? All right. And I got white girl wasted in, like, the first hey. 40 minutes. <laughs> because I was just, like, I once you hit a certain point of drinking, you, like, you're, like, in- illiterate. Like, you can't say anything. And you can't, like, process the numbers or the rules. So I was just drinking. <laughs> and I think that's, like, really shifted me. Because I've been drinking more recreationally lately. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Like Which I was, has like the amount that you're drinking no, has no, no, increased. No, no, no. Okay, okay, all right. It's just, just more a, often. Just the dependency <laughs> in alcohol. All right, all right. Yeah. So this past week, I had a white claw on Tuesday, a white claw on Wednesday, and a white claw on Thursday. Man, Man. white claw every day. Just killing it. Yeah. So that's <laughs> Wait, what what's you've been drinking. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. No, I haven't got. I guess that's actually at that comedy club, I, uh, because I like didn't have that much food in my stomach, I got a little tipsy on the no. first drink. But then because of, we had, there was like a two drink minimum, so instead of getting two cocktails, we just got like three more sparkling waters after that because I was like, oh, this is pretty strong. That's funny. <laughs> my girlfriend has also been mixing shrubs, like non-alcoholic oh. drinks, and they've been actually oh really yeah good too yeah okay that that was one thing I was struck by in Minnesota, like the amount of like. Both the amount of and like the quality of the non-alcoholic cocktails. Yeah. Because like we were talking about that, I remember, and you're like, "Oh, I think this is a fancy restaurant thing." But then like I got back here and I was like, "We went to like one or two fancy restaurants, like uh-huh. no, no unal- like no non-alcoholic cocktails." So <laughs> I don't know. It might be a Minnesota thing. You maybe we're you're not going to the fancier places. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's been making a lot, so I I feel like actually it's like. Like, she would come home and she, like, mixes, like, some, like, yuzu, like, yuzu ah. vinegar with some, like, Pellegrino and some other stuff. Or okay. she has, like, a mango passion fruit shrub that she's put together. I, um, I also have all these, like, Asian seltzers that I've, like, I, like, went to New York and I have a free check bag. So I bought, like, a six-pack of Asian seltzers that's only in New York and I brought on the airplane oh, back to wow. Minnesota. <laughs> okay. And then I went to Chicago and I bought Korean seltzers, like called Soku. S-O-K-U. Are these alcoholic or not? Yeah, yeah, they're all alcoholic. Okay, okay. And I brought them back, so I have like all these Asian American alcohol in my. Wait, life. oh, actually, this is—I feel like this is a thing lately. Like people are like, "Oh, this is like seltzer, but it's lychee instead yeah, of strawberry." That's exactly like, right. Yeah. Hashtag Asian American representation. <laughs> I mean, it, it literally says Asian Americana in a can. Like, <laughs> it's it's that vibe. Which, okay. like, I'm like, for. Huh? Yeah, yeah. No, I just, like, I feel like that's, like, one of the things that there's, like, all these, like, trendy Asian-American things happening. Yeah. That, and, like, that's one of them. 
the other one was like i got like three or like i thought it was the same company but then i realized it was like three or four different ones where it's like low calorie like home like homemade boba and i was like yeah it's like it's, yeah so I, I don't know it's a, it's a thing so i'm gonna do my best to change from the phrase being white girl wasted to like beijing boy blasted or like <laughs> oh man i don't know beijing boy blasted <laughs> Nah, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. It was funny though because I was talking to Brian about like alcohol Line, and stuff. Actually, what? <laughs> no, screen chat line, line is actually racist. <laughs> Cancelled. I was telling my coworkers about the podcast yesterday, like last week, and I was actually kind of embarrassed. Because I wonder if that they're 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 in here. We have eight whole people. It's possible. Hi, JT. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because I've exhausted all the like Asians in my coworker group, so now I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, man. I'm gonna invite the Turkish guy and ask if he's a good Turk or a bad Turk. Oh, nice! And then nice. we're going down the rabbit hole of: Are you a good Irish? Are you bad Irish? Are you a <laughs> good half Italian, half something else? Are you bad nice. half Italian? Yeah, nice. And well, I was so, like, does that, does that mean I need to start asking my friends? We've ran out of. We officially <laughs> ran out of Asians that Linus knows. I mean, I I have thought because. Right now, the Asian Hour podcast is hosted on my website. It's called Asian mm-hmm. Hour. And I was like, maybe I need to like change the name of the podcast. <laughs> but Avaho was so firm on being like, you guys got to stick with the Asian Hour. Like, even if you don't talk about Asian things or whatever, <laughs> that's the name and you got to stick with it. So Yeah. And it'll stay that even when we sell the IP to like exactly. two, two white guys. <laughs> and then it'll still be two white guys running Asian Hour. <laughs> it's the same as the Boba stand, man. <laughs> <laughs> some white girl's gonna be like i really like your podcast so i decided to get two microphones and yeah. ask each other what kind of asian you are this week yes <laughs> and then and then it sh- shoots to the top of the the list yeah oh that's all right i i now have the perspective of time where it's just like that's okay you know <laughs> yeah i i don't need to take up all the space <laughs> in the world <laughs> Yeah, as long as I can. Uh, Pullum boss says it's okay. I give you the white card to use white girl wasted. Oh, thanks, Tony. Thanks. I appreciate that a white <laughs> male gave me the white card to get white girl wasted. <laughs> but like, see, don't you feel like white girl wasted? All right, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I want Beijing boy blasted to be a thing. <laughs> It just I, o- only only we can say it though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, like I don't even know what like the Hong Kong equivalent would be, right? Like Hong Kong Hong Kong homie humiliated. <laughs> Hong Kong humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Nate Wong has one. He can be Brunei boy blasted. <laughs> Brunei boy blasted. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Nathaniel? You'd be uh taiwan tipsy taiwan oh i like that taiwan tipsy but like it, or, it's uh, like the person like taiwan teenager tipsy taiwan, taiwan. Uh, it sounds like a like it's like a bad version of like that icebreaker game where you're like hi like i'm laughing <laughs> linus like and <laughs> and that's and nasty nathaniel no no <laughs> like what's the equivalent for white guys right like there's no white guy wasted outside of like that guy's a degenerate no i mean that's good enough <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wolf on wall street uh <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> nasty. 
I did call Tony degenerate for a good portion of our life, so... Nice. Yeah. Ah, good old... Taiwan, okay, the chat likes Ty- Taiwan Twisted. Oh, Taiwan Twisted. That's pretty good. <laughs> now look at us, coming up with terms of the society. Like, coming up with new ways to refer to our fellow people in relatively derogatory ways. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should loop around to Nate Wong's thing. Oops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this is not on the agenda, but it's kind of interesting. Oh, so. do we have an agenda? Oh. <laughs> no, it's not much of an agenda outside of, like, I was looking at quiet quitting, and I, like, kind of did some research, because I keep on seeing about it, and I was like, I'm curious where that came from. And apparently, it came from League of Legends, which I think is hilarious. Mm. Wait, 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 repeat it. It's called what? Quiet quitting. Quiet quitting, okay. So it's, like, the idea that you, like... People are like quitting their jobs at work, but they, it's like, they're just not contributing a hundred percent, right? They're like contributing 20% or like 10%. Okay. Like there for the meetings. And if someone asks them to do something, they might like half-ass it, but they just won't go all the way. Mm. And apparently that like the, the lineage of that phrase came from China where they used to work nine, nine, six hours, which is like 9am to 9pm, six days a week. And there uh-huh. are some kids that are just like so burnt out that they call it lay down, like lying down, where uh-huh. they just like burn out so much they just the idea is like they just stop working, so they're just lying down. The lie flat okay. movement or something like that. But even uh-huh. before the lie flat movement was a bunch of Chinese video game kids, which I apparently just do software engineering or something, <laughs> who are like soft inting their games, right? Where they're like, This game's like I can't win, so I'm not gonna try that hard. Right. And apparently that's, like, where the kernel of, like, a lot of these phrases, like, that phrase came from. Interesting. I know. Huh. Okay, so the quiet, I guess the cold quiet quitting thing. I guess that's interesting, because, like, I'm, like, they're kind of, like, I'm just going to get paid doing nothing until they actually fire me, I guess is the logic. Yeah. Huh. I'm, like, wondering nowadays, like, with a lot of remote jobs, if, like, how, if a lot of them just, like, last for an extra, like, year or so before anyone (laughs) notices. I, I, Yeah. I don't I don't know. I I think it's there's nuance, right? Like Yeah. I think that hmm. I'm currently on the other end of it right now where like I think that if you're quiet quitting, you should just And this is weird, right? Like I I don't really know if I have as firm of an opinion as I should be. But it's like if you're quiet quitting, maybe you should just be doing something else instead of just like soft inting. Because it's like me playing a video game and not enjoying the video game, right? It's like, mm. then why are you playing the video game? Yeah. Right? And some people... Oh, it's... Yeah. I, oh, it... It's like a paycheck, though, right? And health insurance and all these other things. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Oh, interesting. Coldthrone says, I've got friends in IT who are confident and strongly considering just doubling their yearly pay by working two remote jobs. I yeah. feel like that's a... I, I've, I've heard of that happening more. Or, like, my dad was saying that's one reason why, like... A, well, I, I don't know how authority, like, <laughs> where, what his sources are, but my dad was saying, like, he, he feels like that's why a lot of people want people to come back to work, because, like, mm. a significant amount of engineers have just taken two jobs, but I don't know how yeah. widespread that is. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Like, yeah. there's always this constant pressure to have less meetings at my company, but, like, because <laughs> you have less meetings, then you have more room to, like, have other meetings during your less meeting time. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I don't know. I was reading this book by uh, Terry Pratchett. It's like his autobiography or something. He was talking about how like 
like when you approach work you need to like have this tangible sense of like what you've written or like what you've done and if you don't have that it almost feels like it's like less worth it i don't know (laughs) so I, i had an interesting conversation with um someone who was like well i mean so like someone who is planning to like do like travel the world essentially well while uh him both him and his wife while um while still doing remote work but then like kind of being like a little bit like quiet about work to it so that way they wouldn't get like I know, suspicion right? but then he was like he was like oh like okay if i get this job at Am-, he's a software engineer he's like yeah. if i get this job at amazon like okay like if by this point if i get placed on a pip which is like a oh, performance right. yeah, yeah. so he's like he was like planning out like if I get placed on a pip here, it'll still take X amount of time to fire me. But then, like, if I like that, spread that out this long, and I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, and we're having a okay. There's a debate in chat happening about uh, <laughs> if people should come into the office. <laughs> or, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I, I guess I should okay. pull up chat, but I don't have it. So. <laughs> okay. there, there's a lot of lot of words here. Okay, it's <laughs> funny. The healthier take is that people aren't supposed to be basically killing themselves for their jobs. So quiet quitting is more about doing a fair amount of work and refusing to do more. Hmm. Oh, yeah, no, I can see that. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Back to, this is back to the, what, anti-work <laughs> debate we're having. I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. like, for example, I, like, go for a swim at, like, 3 p.m. Because I feel like I'm also developing a weird relationship with food lately. <laughs> um, mm. Okay. Where I, like, almost, like, because, like, you want to index on productivity on certain points, and after you have lunch, you're just a goner. So sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to have lunch until later. Oh, I feel that. Right. Yeah. But one thing is, like, going to the gym helps me, like, clear my head a little bit. So I, like, go for a swim at, like, 2 p.m. sometimes. So. Yeah. But, like, then I should make up for that later on, right? <laughs> like, or is that part of work? But that shouldn't be part of work. Like, yeah. it's just you exercising. So. Yeah, I, I feel like one thing I've had to like learn once I started like since remote work and since COVID has been like kind of letting go of the I feel like I've had to let go of the idea of like having to be productive from nine to five because yeah. like then I I don't know then I just like am too exhausted and like mm-hmm. it's actually not even from a even outside of a mental health argument I think on a productivity standpoint like no even if you're in the office you're not productive nine to five anyways right so yeah. that was kind of yeah. I was actually reading uh, Valve, so they're the company that owns Steam. Um, their mm-hmm. employee handbook, because it was on like Hacker News. Oh. I'm like, curious about it, and they were like talking about like yeah, if you're like burning, like if you're working till like nine p.m. every day, that's a bad thing to be having because till nine p.m. Yeah, like the idea is oh, like yeah, you yeah. shouldn't be like this hero because the fact of the matter is like that is a symptom of something else that needs to be addressed. Right, like the fact that you're needing to pull off these heroics in order to work so hard, or you feel like you need to, means that like at a fundamental level, either the job itself needs to be shifted so you can accommodate mm-hmm. it within your eight to five, or yeah, some other stuff. And from yeah. like an idealistic perspective, that makes sense, right? Like yeah, yeah, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. So I don't know. I I feel like so many people, or I don't know, a lot of people like have a lot of. I don't know if how much of this is an Asian thing, but like have like a strong association with like guilt and work yeah. or like I work because I'll feel guilty if I don't work mm-hmm. like or I don't know especially like talking to my dad about this recently because like my dad's like been trying to retire but then oh, like funny. I don't know his company keeps like trying to get him to like stay and then he's mm-hmm. like like oh but I feel guilty I'm like as dad at some point you just have to re- like retire and like be like yeah. screw you right <laughs> like, <laughs> 
That's funny. But I don't know. Yeah, it's a. I mean, I guess there's like a yeah. yeah. It, it's a delicate balance. I guess <laughs> there's a lot of value from working too. Like there's like this interesting like. You know, I say that very confidently, but I don't know if that's actually <laughs> true. Because my dad retired, and now he's on a cruise in Boston. So, like, what can I say? <laughs> you know, you can retire and have the time of your life, actually. <laughs> you don't need to be working. <laughs> actually, okay, I'm catching up on the chat. Yeah. What takes is this, but... Hmm. It, because it's easier to call people lazy and take and taking advantage of the system that way. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Line line. laughs> huh? Yes, Linus did work at Chipotle for fun, as, as Pearson says. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I also run a boba stand for fun. <laughs> yeah, all for fun. Yeah, Lin- Lin- Linus is out here creating value in the economy, not for money, just for fun. You know, for the joy of the joy of capital, right? <laughs> I mean, making money is fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. I have like a little envelope over there where. Actually, I'm not going to say it because I'm not coming <laughs> in my house. For the record, an undisclosed amount of money. In an indeterminate amount of time, I'm going to open up a business bank account so I can put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did have a, there, there was a fun, a fun capitalism thing that happened recently. That uh-huh. There's an article that's been going around in San Francisco where like there's a fancy restaurant for dogs that open where mm-hmm. you can pay $75 for your dog to have a very fancy tasting menu. Just let me find the link. Did you go? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I was just, it just, they sent us the article, but I, I was see, like, I Whoa, what is this? I was like, is Ozai actually going to have some? No, 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 no. No way. <laughs> no okay. way. It's, okay, it's Dog SF. Okay. If you type, okay, so if you Google D O G U E S F. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I found the website about Dog SF. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it even. It started, it all started as an idea, the planting of a seed that grew into something much greater than we ever expected. I knew, okay, but I'm going to read all that. The glory of capitalism, man. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Huh. I'm all kind of curious, like, so I, I have been thinking, like, not businesses, but, like, I feel like now that I'm, like, 27, 28, 29, like, I have the gift of perspective a little bit more where I'm like able to see both sides of an issue where I'm like, <laughs> Oh, like I've, I now have like started a business or filed an LLC or like have had to like deal with like, no one's going to do the work. So I have to do the work type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I'm young enough where I'm like, screw this. I'm going to go with like, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's not my entire life. So it's been interesting. I'm I'm at the mm-hmm. stage in my life where I'm like I could be a business owner, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You, you can be on on the picket line and the business owner is what no. <laughs> yeah. I I I am very curious what happens to grad students at a certain point in their life. Mm. Like so I was talking to Rena about this where it's like I feel like she hasn't had to deal with work issues versus mm-hmm. like grad school issues and i'm not saying any are bigger or smaller but they're just different mm-hmm. and like i feel like society gives people more <clears throat> like wow you really had to go through a lot when you like go through work you know but yeah. not so much of like student problems so i was like mm. huh. 
So yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's no point outside no. of like us okay. chatting. Okay. Well, how are the how are they different? Or I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think th- the biggest difference is she gets paid like twenty six thousand dollars a year. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that is rough. <laughs> right. So I think that's like a small indicator of like what society's view on how much money you make. So mm-hmm. it's like talking yeah. about like how much time she puts in. Like she works like till nine p.m. grading students' papers or like doing mm-hmm. research and stuff like that. And it's like you do it for the joy of learning, I guess. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that you know that is a interesting. Yeah, I feel like it's a kind of similar thing. You know, I mean like compared to my old job at nonprofit, I am objectively working much less hard now despite making a lot more money, right, in a more yeah. techie job. So I feel like that's a common thing. I don't know. Same with, like, I was talking to some teachers over the weekend who did, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just, I, like, I really admire people who, like, go through all the crap they do to, to become teachers, especially now, because I'm just, like, you, like, you do not make nearly enough money for the amount of work <laughs> you do. But, like, it's about the job, not the money. I guess maybe that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like I'm getting the more perspective where it's like I do things because I want to less because yeah. I'm paid to. I don't know. Yeah. But then I was also, ta- I don't, well, I don't, I don't really well, have a concrete thought on that outside of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm, I guess we're, we're lucky to be able to, right? Because <laughs> yeah, that's true. a lot of people. Yeah. All right, so that was like three minutes, or good old ten minutes of Linus talking about life. Uh, <laughs> let's roll around to, is Grace Point a cult? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, wait. Uh, well, actually, does everyone in the chat know about... Actually, okay, wait, ch- chat's, chat's very lively. I'm, like, having a oh, hard wow. time keeping up with... Uh, That's funny. People should be... Oh, okay, wow, there's a... Okay, are people still talking about work? I guess so. I mean, work takes up a majority of a person's life, right? So... <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So, sorry, chat. Y'all are uh, too active for us to be super engaged. <laughs> that's funny. Also, and I think Linus isn't reading chat, so that's the other. No, <laughs> I mean, it's true. I, I, I guess I could pull it up here. I'll... But even if I pull it up, I won't be able to see the previous chat. Oh, may- maybe I will. All right. Um, Nathaniel, do you want to explain Grace Point to people? Oh yes. Uh, for those of you to well, okay, well, Lin- Linus is the one who. Okay, well, I guess I'm <laughs> I'm essentially just repeating what Linus has told me before. <laughs> on to you, take him. Linus is delegating. Linus is delegating to me, repeating the stories that I've heard from him. It's a game of so hard. In Linus's words, my my co-host <laughs> uh, Grace Point is a Christian fellowship that he was a part of back in college. I believe it is a Korean Christian fellowship that uh, I think there's a lot of what good and bad out of i guess for linus linus had a very mixed experience that ended up being in many ways negative um despite you know still having a lot of connections there and having what some good experiences i mean his brother's on staff there which is another part of it um i guess uh but yeah i guess it's just a very well done okay i'm, I'm filibustering until you jump in <laughs> <laughs> I guess that, you, that, that, that's all I got. You can't see me, so I guess that's part of the issue. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't take. I always see is like a blank, blank screen, so I, I can't take any visual cues from you right now. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> well, T. Caster says, "Oh, Korean Christian Fellowship, say less." <laughs> I, nice. I think that's the main thrust of it, right? Where Reformed Southern Baptist and then Korean, and there's like a Venn diagram of oh. Reformed Southern Baptist or Southern Baptist tend to be very like spiritual and very okay. like Bible thumping. 
I, I didn't know it was the Southern Baptist part too. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Okay. I think and Korean <laughs> tends to be very like almost like patriarchal and like hierarchical, right? Like age oriented as well as like <laughs> like by <laughs> how long you've been there almost. Um, do, do we have any Koreans in the chat to, to fight Linus right now? I have been thinking about that lately, actually, because I have all these opinions about Koreans and I don't actually have that many Korean friends. So I need to rectify that issue. <laughs> it's like, I can say this because I have a Korean friend, but I don't have any more Korean friends. So. All right. If any Korean uh, Koreans in the chat want to come and correct Linus, uh, speak now. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but in large part, the reason why Nate brings that up is because it's been popping up on social media lately. Or not oh, social media, okay. but like... For example, Wired.com, which is, like, a pretty big technology publication, had, like, this, like, 10-page, like, article about, like... Oh. There's a specific piece of technology that Grace Point and, like, Southern Baptist... Oh, I, 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 actually, I see it, uses, yeah. Um, where they're, like... It's called Covenant Eyes, and they monitor your internet history. So it's, like, to prevent you from straying and, like, looking yeah. at pornography or something like that. I just put the link in the chat. Yeah. So that's like made the rounds as like being relatively popular. And then Christianity mm-hmm. Today also had a big article talking about Grace Point. Um, mm. It was just talking about like the negative side effects of having very structured church organizations. Mm. Right? Yeah. The, the ungodly surveillance of anti-porn shameware apps. Yeah. So mm. like in terms of like the spike of like things getting like more more media attention, I guess is like the nuance um Mm -hmm. grace point has definitely been getting like a lot of like flack for that and like pastor ed's actually pretty good about responding to those things but at a fundamental level like there's a lot of people who had negative experiences going to that church and i think this is just another like way of like justifying or like validating that their experiences were not small ones it's like you know a common theme across all the church organizations Mm -hmm. so in large part, I think, like, there's nuance to it, but, like, I, with the perspective of time and looking back, I think that it's important to recognize, like, you really shouldn't be putting people through that type of crap, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like, even if you have the best intentions, like, like it's a shitty place to be, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you're, like, told that you're doing a 800 things wrong and there's only one thing that you could do right, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I, I don't know. I I had a relatively negative experience. Um, I don't think it was like very like. How do I phrase it? I personally don't feel like I came out of that experience any closer to like my Christian faith. Right? Mm-hmm. I think I had to like yeah. really struggle and figure it out on my own <laughs> instead of feeling like I was helped. So mm-hmm. that's my two cents. So Grace Point's been yeah. getting a lot of flack and. I think it's rightfully so, but also like it's shining a big light on like church organizations specifically. Yeah. Like the ones in Korea too. Do you have much of an idea like how, or I, I mean, I don't know if you're still connected, but like how Grace Point folks are reacting to their increased intention uh, or is it, is it just like, Oh, like see the ways of the, this world is against Christianity, blah, blah, blah. We're so persecuted. Is it that kind of thing? <laughs> it's interesting. Um, so there's exists a Grace Point Reddit. Right, so you go on like reddit.com slash grace point you can actually oh. see a lot of a bunch of people like type in their manifestos of like 33 reasons why you should quit grace point 
or like oh, okay so it's, an, it's anti-grace point okay yeah for the most part but then you see people hop in and like try to make comments or like get things taken down or like mm. blah 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 oh, this is pastor ed's response you know things like that um yeah so like i get some vibe from that i think in large part i i would argue and this is just from outside looking in so i could be completely wrong um i think COVID has like tempered a lot of like their like rigidity because it's just been harder to like be as structured because covid <laughs> mm. um so maybe they're picking it up again maybe they're not i know they're still out on campus um yeah you know oh, yeah like, which oh, i which i saw yeah, right? <laughs> when i was wandering uh yeah. your, your alma mater yeah and I, I imagine they're still growing because they are very like structured and i think yeah they're very charismatic people so yeah well yeah it's, a, it's an interesting thing especially for college students when like you're like i'm providing because like they provide all these other you know i'm providing community friends yeah. like we give you free food right and then in, mm-hmm. in return like i don't know you follow these rules right and you like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I was, I think I was listening to a podcast recently about it. Oh, it was an Asian not Asian podcast, actually. Oh, hey. Yeah, I've been listening to like some of their COVID episodes because I haven't listened to uh-huh. those, like the 2021, 2020, like COVID episodes. And they're like talking about like being part of a very religious church organization and like what the experience of that is. And like, yeah, like it's fun. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see why people would choose not to like, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. are just looking for like companionship too. And that's like, yeah, yeah. To find it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I guess that's a hard part. Cause like a lot of people like, you know, like this is like the first or like kind of a low, I guess it's like for people who are alone or like feel, feel like they don't have that much connection outside of the church. It's kind of like when you get connected to the church and you're like, Oh, this is my one strong sense of community. And then it's like it feels. I think that those are often the people that like get sucked in more, I guess, or like often become you know more involved, I guess. Yeah. To be honest, like the the weddings are weird. Nate Wong's right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm just reading that now. Yeah, I, I was at uh, one of these Grace Point weddings. As yeah. uh, <laughs> forget if we talked about this on the podcast, as Linus is plus one to his brother's wedding. I know that they're a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> they are. Like in the rest uh, of things, <laughs> I can be like in the middle ground for most things, but the weddings definitely weird. No dad's floor, no kissing, <laughs> no alcohol. There's yeah, a Bible book know. table. <laughs> oh yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, let's see. Wait, what's the short way to describe this to people with no context? Um, I don't know. Just imagine like a Christian fellowship, essentially <laughs> college fellowship, essentially running your wedding. Pretty much. <laughs> they yeah. have like. Corny, corny, like lip syncs and slideshows, and I know. you know, which are kind of cute. You know, like it's good that they. I mean, I'm not going to roast them having community, but then it's like also like, oh, like you're also running the whole wedding and like the messaging and like this is like seen as a thing for evangelism, right? Yeah, yeah. It didn't really feel yeah. like a celebration of the two people. Well, okay, I'm not. That's that. No, that's not my business. <laughs> But I'm here for it, you know. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I don't know if this <laughs> roasting our friend legendary type of how close is this to Andy's church? I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't know much about Andy's church. Wow. Our chat's wild a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. This is this is like the most active our chat's been in a while. 
I wonder if any of them have trolled and just went full game porn to mess with the censors. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was never in a position of leadership to look at people's. Uh. It's weird. <laughs> Every now and then I like... It was actually funny because after that article came out, I uh, received an email from a company called Accountable to You, which I didn't even know I signed up for. And it was like... I, I mean, I had to uninstall the software a long time ago, and they're like, yeah. there was a hit piece against accountability software, and we knew that this would happen, because that is the pressure, the spiritual pressures of the world around us. <laughs> no, the spiritual pressures of the world. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> I didn't even know I would actually get Fallout for that, but there it is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But huh. those kind of companies got delisted. Google Play won't host them anymore. And Oh, really? Uh, yeah. No. Interesting. Huh. Just another example of how society is crushing the Christian faith. Interesting. Okay. Sorry. Hmm. That was a bit well, too like, hard to take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I see how it's toxic, but I also like, hmm. I, I, guess, I guess it is kind of like a coercion sort of, if, if it's being used in a coercive way, I guess then it's still kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. To be fair though, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because like, I'm just like, I, I, I could see people like if they're consenting to use it, you know, trying like wanting like there being nothing wrong with it. But then I guess the problem is that like it's very often used in a very coercive way where you're yeah. being pressured into it. But like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think this is also the perspective of time where you're able to like outright reject those type of coercions because you have that perspective versus like when you're in college, it's the only thing you know. So, yeah yeah that's the yeah that's like that's part. the nuance part because like even like talking about work too like i'm not gonna say it's like completely one-to-one but there is a degree of if you work hard enough you can like become a better person or like you can be promoted or whatever right mm-hmm. and like i think it's just all about like being able to say no to things or like understanding mm-hmm. who you are so yeah i don't, I don't mm-hmm. know there's always like yeah. people who are selling the sizzle about anything like mm if you become a YouTuber, you really like become successful and know yourself, you know, and everyone will love yeah. you. Or mm. if you start a podcast, you know, people will listen to your thoughts. <laughs> well, that, that, that's what, that's what you told me when you were pitching this to me. I, I mm-hmm. once tweeted this actually. Like, <laughs> I think podcasts are our modern day sermons. <laughs> ah, we're like, uh, yes, yes, pastor, pastor Chan. <laughs> Like, people tune into a podcast more regularly than people go to church. It's, like, the equivalent of, like... Can I get an amen chat? <laughs> an hour-long sermon. The problem is I didn't get a Bible degree, or do I have a thesis uh. to talk about? Hey, okay, thank you for that amen. <laughs> we got an amen. Oh, we got another amen. Amen, oh, amen. A- yeah, yes. <laughs> All in respect, okay. Uh, oh, t- uh, I'm reading what... What to you guys is the same mindset of persecution, and if you're getting negative feedback, it's validating your faith that you're on the true path. Is why so many, uh, so many conversation Christians believe why so many Christians believe conspiracy theories. Mm. Yeah, it's the kind of whole insulating thing. Yeah, I um also well, so I was in New York last week, and I was just like chatting up random people at bars because apparently that's what <laughs> i do now <laughs> nice um and i was at this gaming bar it was called osnyc and it's like a bunch of gaming <laughs> computers in the back and then um there's like a bar in the front 
And there was this guy with a bunch of tattoos and clearly didn't look like he belonged there. And he was okay. like sitting at the bar. And like there's like rows and rows. There's like 40 Asian, like white and Asian, like I don't need to be racist, but largely white, largely Asian nerds. Okay. And they were there for like a podcast that was playing called Hotline League. I was also there for the record for Hotline yeah. League. But like no one sat next to the guy and everyone was over there. So I just like, okay, I'll sit next to this guy and hang out with him for a bit. And he was like this construction worker that does concrete and like was like an ex-convict and was like just chatting with me about like these wild conspiracy theories that his boss was like involved in. He was like, yeah, dude, this guy runs a multi-million company and believes in lizard people. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, but the, the guy that... He was the guy you were talking about. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wait, okay, so he is talking about the person you're watching? No, no, his boss. Like, Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like a little bit disjointed. Large story uh, okay. short is I sat next to a guy named Chris. Chris and I hung out. Chris was telling me about the conspiracy belief, like theories that his boss believes in. Interesting. <laughs> and it was like the most fun conversation I'd had in a while because it was nice. just like, he gave me like two podcast recommendations. Nice. He was all telling me about like, he's like, I listened to the Darkness Diaries. And I was like, what's okay. that about? <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. It was just kind of interesting. It's kind of like, I feel like I don't run into people with that particular walk in life that often where mm-hmm. like he was like telling me about like, you know, the things that he's going through and like, even about like how he wants to switch into tech a little bit, but he's like, you know, mm-hmm. my like younger brother makes way more than me. And he is like, does tech <laughs> and we both played video games growing up. Like, you know, I have a PS4, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. but he also has like two kids. He's like, oh, I got to be back by Saturday to take my kid to yeah. the soccer field. You know, <laughs> But that was like my New York experience. It was just like, hmm, nice. You sit next to someone and you end up having a conversation out of blue for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that I like appreciate environments that you like are in where like you like have the opportunity to meet people that are different than you. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know, sometimes at least in SF, it feels like all there's like you go to events like and then it's like all like techie millennials, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with techie millennials, yeah. but it's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, the Brian guy, I, like, sat at a ramen bar. We chatted about, like, Asian American. And he was like, what are you going to do after this? And I was like, I don't know. I was going to go to a comedy show, but it sold out. So I'm just vibing. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to IFC Center to watch a Wong Kar Wai film. You want to come? So we just ended up watching a movie. And, like, he got out at 1230. And we went to a bar until, like, 1. <laughs> wait, what, what day? Of the, wait, what, what like time was this? And what, what day? The, <laughs> nice. Wednesday, but yeah. Made friends with him on a, like a what were you like meet at lunch or dinner? Or? No dinner. It was like a ramen bar. Okay. Yeah. Well, Linus just wandering the streets of NY. I know. NYC, it was so funny. Making though. friends with people and going to films together. I, my coworkers were like, "You do more in New York in one week than we do in like two years a month living there." <laughs> like these are like the idyllic. Like yeah, only in New York, you know. Even though I mean, I, I'm not from New York and have no idea. <laughs> I feel like you get a little bit of that from San Francisco, right? Like, uh, well, I'm also like I don't give off the same energy as you. Whereas, like, I'm not I'm not the type of person who tries to talk to strangers at the bar. Mm. Um, I feel like I'd like to be that kind of person, but like, I'm just like I have too much social anxiety to do that sometimes. But I would uh, I kind of strive to have some more of that energy because I've like I have some friends who do that. I'm like, you know, that sounds like fun. Like, 
but like yeah i I only just recently started you know Mm. i went to a sports bar to watch a game by myself once but then like i ended up awkwardly sitting like sitting in this area that we're like no one was talking to each other so i was like okay and then i talked to one guy like at the very end like Mm -hmm. he's kind of cool but that was just for five minutes but (laughs) you know i'm trying to i'm trying to learn how to have that energy no that's fair i i mean i i am also of the opinion that these are fun stories to talk about in public, but mm-hmm. like, it's not necessarily my life, you know. Like, at a certain point, I'll just text you. Like, even if you're living in my apartment, like, text me if you need anything. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it sounds more glamorous than it actually is. I guess it is interesting that you're the one who does more of this than me, as the person who's probably like more introverted than out of the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> I just have more social anxiety than you do. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I just lean into it, I guess. Yeah. I I did lead chant. This is what I'll leave the podcast on, actually. I think people should go to more sporting events. So I went to the League of Legends World Championship Series in New York. And all these nerds, I me included, no one was, like, willing to chant for a team or anything. So my friend Jake and I were just sitting there and I was there for EG, right? I was like, oh, these are my round and die team. So we just got up and started yelling like EG, like EG. And then like everyone else started doing it too, right? So like you get like you just need people to like have that energy to get up and like just start yeah. chanting your team name. Because like at a certain point, if you don't do it, no one is, right? And it was such a blast. <laughs> like, the CEO of, like, the company was, like, right behind us. And, like, one of her friends was like, good shit! Good shit! Man. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was like, I am 100% for this. And, yeah. like, we just had a blast. And, like, we were just chatting out USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we just lead into, like, we're just going to be the hooligans here, I guess. Yeah. Okay. You, you'd have fun uh, watching a, um, soccer at, at at bars, at pubs with yeah. me. <laughs> well, yeah, I want a song, too. That's what I've been thinking. I need, like, something oh, yeah. that you could sing along to. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have a lot of that in soccer. I, don't I know. Well, in English, yeah. Because uh, I, over the weekend, actually, I went to... Well, I'm a Liverpool fan. I went with... And so, for people who know the Premier League... Uh-huh. I have a friend who's a Arsenal fan, and I went with him to an Arsenal bar yeah. to watch Arsenal versus Liverpool. And it was, uh, yeah, actually, it, it was like, even though it, like it was like you know the team I'm, well, Arsenal won, so like I wasn't, I didn't have a uh-huh. good time in the sports sense, but it was just fun the energy because like it was just like they're just breaking into song, yeah. people were yelling, you know, like I, I didn't like I was like debating if I should wear my Liverpool jersey. I like didn't just to be safe because I because I hadn't been there before, mm-hmm. but. But I don't know, it was, like, just fun, like, just, like, a lot of, like, I don't know, just, like, the way, like, energy pulsates through a crowd is, like, makes stuff like that a lot of fun. 100%. I've been, like, yeah, yeah. I should become more of an NFL fan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> go watch the Vikings play. We'll never make it to the okay. Super Bowl, but that's part of the vibe. <laughs> All right. Well, when you're here, we can watch, or if you, we can either watch some uh, soccer or, may, may, I don't know if you're here when the World Cup's on, but we can watch some World Cup together if you're Again. here. It can't just be the two of us, though. I want to, like, be with the crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. Now we can go to a bar. You know, see, we're adults now. We don't just watch it at your like yeah, yeah. family home. <laughs> I, I did have a lot of fun watching the uh, the Warriors and and uh, or like we just went to sports yeah. bars like with like a couple of friends and like I don't know you always have to have like one. There, we have like there was like this one guy that kept coming with us yeah. who's friends of my friend who is like gets very loud and he just like he just like has all these like one liners that he like yell out whenever like 
Uh, I don't know. Like, there's like this player, like Otto Porter, on the on the Warriors, and like he ever like he he shoots a three from the corner, like Otto Corner, or just like yell <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> See, that's hooliganism, and I'm 100. Yeah, yeah. And he, he has like one lines like that for like every single player, and I'm like, yeah. like, 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 does he just sit at home thinking of these? But it was like, I know, it's kind of fun, you know. <laughs> I do have opinions on like you shouldn't be too much of a hooligan. Like, you need to be respectful of the space, but. You need to get people cheering too. Otherwise, you're just a bunch yeah. of people staring at a TV screen. <laughs> yeah. They all so you're like, you. Huh? you should like, uh, so you're like, ma- like make chance together, but don't like flip over cars, is what you're saying. Yeah, you know, everything in moderation. Like, sh- sh- shake the car, but don't flip it. <laughs> exactly. And if there's a police car, maybe you can shake it a little harder. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I love the police. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been an hour. Time yeah. flies by when you're having fun, I guess. Yeah. What, wait. What, why do we have so many pe- people to <laughs> like? It's been it's been multiple multiple months. <laughs> why are you all here? I know. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> and you have better things to do on a on a Wednesday night. I mean, we're, we're, <laughs> get, let's just gaslight our our, our, These are our audience. Sheep, Nathaniel. <laughs> this is our flock. <laughs> so it says. I, I swear, I saw Linus at a defund police protest. <laughs> <laughs> Linus broadcasted it way up. I just I play League, but I play with the Grace Creek. Because Linus, it's <laughs> funny. Yeah, but New York uh, was fun. Late night work. Okay, I'm glad SF seems to be vibing well. I should be back in Cali around November, so I'll hit you up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's during the World Cup. So third to tenth or third to seventh might be a little something. Early. Like, no, yeah, something, something. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> I mean, the fact of the matter is, I was going to be in California for the League of Legends championship, but <laughs> NA North America zero and nine across three. Like, <laughs> like we're not doing so hot. Oh man, okay. So I'm Rough. not going to be there to support my NA can- like counterparts, I guess. <laughs> oh, and aging the dream. I know. <laughs> Taiwan, Taiwan number one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Taiwan has a team called the Flying Oysters, and they're bodying North America. <laughs> Flying Oysters? What I name? know. It's like... Oh, actually, I had a fun experience with the Chinese. There's like 50% of the audience of the League of Legends thing in New York was Chinese, which was actually really okay. interesting. It's like the first time like, I've heard like Jayo, you know, like. Oh, okay. Oil. Oh, and okay. Like Chinese, Chinese, not Chinese American. Okay. I mean, it could be both. But okay. <laughs> like they're saying like Jayo, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I understand this. I didn't expect to see it here in North America. And then ah, okay. I proceeded to get nationalistic on their asses. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, shouting like USA, USA. USA. <laughs> Like, you're having counterpart, like, battles, whereas, like, some of us would be chatting USA, and then they'd be chatting out, like, Jayo, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. It was actually fun, because Jake was like, what are they saying? And I was like, oh, Jayo, blah, blah, blah. And then some of the other Chinese guys are like, you're outnumbered. And we're like, whatever. Then we started chatting back at them. (laughs) Man, you're, 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 uh, you're fighting communism on behalf of the USA. Thanks, Linus. I do my best fighting communism through watching legal professional legal Legends Esports. <laughs> no, it's just a vibe, dude. So I don't know. It's fun. I I, yeah. I appreciate sporting events. You know. Yeah. I I think I might have been like kind of like eh, about them when I was younger, but like now that I get older, I'm glad that they're like 
places where communities of people can gather and cheer someone on because I think it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like our podcast, where like-minded individuals. Can this come is this together. is pretty much a sporting yeah. event, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have songs for us. Our group people changing tickets. People. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Wow, we have like people making friends in the chat. <laughs> I know. I don't even watch league. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Actually, I think Chris is actually going. Cold Throne? Mm. They snagged eight tickets to go to San Francisco. Oh, wow. Which apparently is quite hard to get tickets to go to. I tried. It sold out in two minutes. Wow, okay. Yeah. So maybe he's part of the problem. <laughs> I guess these are all the, the nerds who are online all the time anyways, right? So I'm one of those nerds. <laughs> They probably have. I mean, I know people like back at like in college who like they like would write scripts to like enroll for them right when the digital clock hit the thing. So they like write a like for people who know CS like a curl script Mm. to like to like spam the server to make sure they get the class they want. (laughs) I was like, man, (laughs) is what it is. We'll we'll find out. We'll find out if I come to California. (laughs) (laughs) Cold Throne. I did. I did use a script to buy my car though. Interesting. I'd love to hear more of that. <laughs> Maybe we need we need we need like a a quick tips and tricks in our uh, Discord forum. <laughs> yeah, how to use scripts to <laughs> use scripts to buy a car. Yeah, that's funny. All right, anything you want to shout out before I kick you off? Um, oh, shout shout out uh, what F- fun cheap free SF. Oh. I've, I've just been finding fun stuff off. That's how I found the comedy show I went to last night. So, but I, I think I think it's an I think someone asked if it, was, it exists in other parts. Uh, does it here? Fun cheap essay. It might. <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna. Oh, it does. Okay, there, there's Bay Area and East Bay too. Yes. Ooh, look at you guys. Where's the South Bay? Huh? South Bay not fun or cheap or free. Oh, it's a well. It's no. This is oh. There's Bay Area. Too. Yeah, there was South Bay. Oh, right. is North Bay, South Bay, and Peninsula. Oh, I do miss the Bay, actually. <laughs> it's a it's a good time. The Bay and our alcoholic cocktails. <laughs> I have some thoughts about that. <laughs> <laughs> when Pearson gets his house, we're just gonna get sloshed at his place. All right, let's go. <laughs> Pearson doesn't even know it yet. <laughs> We're just gonna show up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, sorry, I heard you have a house. <laughs> Time to celebrate. <laughs> Although honestly, like people got sloshed at my place. No, we got tastefully tipsy. Tastefully tipsy. In Taiwan tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, half the South Bay ones are just the Winchester Mystery House wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you. Got to come up to SF. <laughs> yeah. All right, is that all you want to shout out? Fun, cheap, eat free. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have too much else. Yeah. Oh, what? San Ho Juan. Uh, mm, that's a good shout <laughs> out. We're good, good rec from uh, Linus that uh, yeah. we had. In, but it's a expensive Korean place, but it's a special occasion. So, you know, you're looking. Yeah. <laughs> I got called out by my Uber guy for that. He was like, oh, <laughs> I live here. What is this restaurant? Oh, it's called San Ho Juan. He's like, oh, how much is it? I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, what? <laughs> you leave him a nice tip. I know, Reno like, was he like, didn't even tip me. I know. <laughs> like, no, no, no. This is a celebration. This is like, we don't go here all the time. Like, yeah. It's just an anniversary. <laughs> then you hear Linus being rich isn't fashionable anymore. <laughs> Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Yeah, there people are going to eat you, Linus. If you, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to shout out. Hmm, I'm going to shout out spots. You know, I'm not going to tell you what spots, but I'm going to shout out the word spots because I like that people are starting to say that word more in like modern day, where it's like, oh, the best pizza spot is Lit Industry in Williamsburg, or. The best place to get tonkatsu <laughs> is like at Rule of Thirds, you know, or like. So, so you're shouting out the the concept of places. Well, I'm I'm shouting out the idea of like <laughs> this is a spot, you know. Okay. <laughs> Physical places, specifically like restaurants that people recommend and like don't want to talk too loudly about because it's like that's uh, okay, my spot, okay. you know. Uh, I like that idea. Like, okay. I took you to all my spots, you know, where I was like, yeah. this is my spot. You and did. You saw some of Rena's spots, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like they're all Rena's spots. <laughs> you took yeah. me to that one African place, which is pretty good. And La Hacienda, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I oh, yeah, and La Hacienda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Linus took me to good African food and good tacos. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a couple of good spots in Minnesota. There's a ton of good spots in, Minis- in New York. Um, mm-hmm. And I like that. It's like the proliferation of, like, how you hear about things versus like what's recommended on the internet. Mm, I like that yeah. there's like an underground like Google Maps starred that's actually more accurate than <laughs> the top twenty food restaurants that you can find on Yelp. Yeah, yeah. There there was that whole viral thing by Freddie Wong about like you need to find the three and a half star rated Chinese places that are Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright. That's my shout out. Alright. Um, nice. How do we usually end this? I think I usually just kick you off, right? Bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Good night. Good night.